The Premier League is back, which means the preview show is back here on this edition of the Chronicles of Aguna. We're going to be reacting to Mikel Arteta's latest press conference and looking ahead to our trip to Craven Cottage. Hello and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by AMS Media. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeu. And on this evening's edition of the preview show, we're going to be looking ahead to Arsenal's trip to Craven Cottage. Of course, the Gunners take on Scott Parker's Fulham on the opening day of the season. We're going to be looking ahead to that. I'll be sharing with you guys my starting 11 and uh, we'll be uh, having uh, a little bit of a Look into what Mikel Arteta had to say in today's press conference. If you are uh, just joining us, don't forget to smash that like button. Um, it is very much appreciated. And subscribe to the channel if you're new. We are very uh, close to hitting 8,000 subscribers, which is incredible when you think that I think it was just a couple of weeks ago we were talking, or maybe three weeks ago now, um, we were talking about hitting the... Um, the uh, 6k mark and now we're closing in on eight so if you haven't if you're new hit that button it is very very much appreciated right let's start off by talking about Mikel Arteta's press conference today the Spaniard faced the media ahead of this one and he spoke about a variety of subjects as you'd expect uh, there were a number of different questions uh, all relating to various Different things. He did confirm that Socrates and Lewis will be out. He confirmed that to the press today. The pair of them will not be available uh, for this game at Fulham. Now, I'm not sure how much the Socrates one has to do with him potentially leaving the club and joining Napoli in the very near future. But we've been hearing rumours, rumbles, reports of a David Lewis injury for quite a while now. Um, it's been a few days where we've been hearing reports that actually he has suffered a problem and um, he, he may be ruled out for a long period of time. So um, there were some talk of three months. I, I hope not. Um, that would be horrible, uh, given that he's become such an important member of this Arsenal backline. Uh, but we, you know, we hope he's fit and ready uh, sooner rather than later. But the fact that he's been left out um, kind of adds credence to those reports that actually uh, the uh, injury may uh, be something we should actually be uh, very, very concerned about. So despite having a, a number of centre-halves, too many centre-halves at the club, we're actually scraping the barrel again uh, to lay out a team uh, or a, a team that I guess uh, me or you would feel comfortable with. Um Looking at some of the other points discussed, he was uh, congratulated, of course, on his new job title. Of course, it was announced last night that Mikel Arteta is now the first team manager rather than the head coach. So Mikel Arteta taking on some additional responsibilities, clearly proven himself since he's come into the club, shown that, um, you know, he he can, uh, you know, he can really... Uh, make a difference to drive improvement in performance and Arsenal clearly trust him and feel as though uh, now is the time to give him that extra bit of responsibility now that they've seen what he can do and of course his good relationship with Edu would have been key in that so congratulations to Mikel Arteta he said it was nice to know that his work had been recognized by the club as well which is always uh, good 
uh, always great to hear. You spoke about Gabriel and Willian. Um, he said both have been training very, very well. He also said one is a very experienced um, Premier League campaigner, whereas the other one will still need time to adapt. That's absolutely right. Um, you know, Gabriel is going to need time to get up to speed. He's going to need time to adapt to the pace of the Premier League. It's a completely different animal to the French League. And so we'll have to see how uh, he gets on and whether he is deemed ready uh, to start a game um, straight away or not. Let's see. Um, in other news, he was asked, of course, about the Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang um, contract situation. You know, we had reports yesterday that he'd agreed a deal with the club, that that was uh, close to being done. Um, he didn't officially confirm it and Arsenal haven't officially confirmed it at the time of this stream. But we remain confident of that deal being done because Mikel Arteta seems very, very relaxed, as he has throughout the process, actually, to be fair to him. But when asked about it, he said the fans should be feeling very relaxed about it. And he's very optimistic. Read between the lines, guys. It's done. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is uh, signing a three-year contract extension with the Arsenal. Um, he was also questioned about Emiliano Martinez. Um, didn't give anything away on that. Didn't give anything away with regards to whether or not the Argentine will be leaving Arsenal this summer during this transfer window. He uh, was asked about the number one position. He said it's like any other position in the team where if you play well, you keep it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, won't it, with, with the team selection, um, what Mikel Arteta's thoughts are uh, going into that Fulham game with regards to the uh, the goalkeeping situation at the Emirates. Um, he also spoke a little bit about Alexander Lacazette, said that the players very uh, seems very happy here. Of course, there were those rumours that the two were going to have showdown talks about his future. Um, so... Um, yeah, it seems that there is uh, nothing to worry about there. Alexander Lacazette uh, buying into the Mikel Arteta project, as are a number of players at the moment, to be fair. Uh, again, he was questioned about Matteo Guendouzi. That's not going away. Um, and again, uh, he stuck to that same rhetoric, that same message that as long as Guendouzi trains well, etc., etc., he will be in the side. So, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much the uh, the sort of main talking points from Mikel Arteta's press conference. Just thought I'd briefly update you on that, take you through uh, what was said. If you want to read the full quotes and the full transcript, of course, that's available on Arsenal.com. So you'll be able to get a little bit more um, information on that as well. Right. Um, just finally, actually, he was asked about Hussein Mawar. And of course, he declined to comment on that. He said that I don't want to talk about other people's players, which is the right thing uh, to do. And, and Mikel Arteta is clearly a man of principle. And uh, I don't expect anything less. I didn't expect anything less. I thought that was exactly um, that was going to be exactly his sort of um, his, his stance on that. But of course, as all journalists do, they have to ask the right questions. They had to put it to him, given the speculation, given that Janino of, of Leon has confirmed that there are talks ongoing um, or that talks have taken place about OR. You know, it may seem a little silly denying it, but at the end of the day, he doesn't want to open a can of worms. He doesn't want to get involved in, in conversations regarding other people's players. And I think that's right. And I respect that. Um. Let's talk a little bit about uh, sort of some of the transfer rumours that, you know, we have heard in the last sort of 24 hours or so before um, 
before I, I go on to give you my starting 11 for the Fulham game and my prediction. Um, it is a bit of a brief preview today just because of time constraints. Um, and obviously the game is, is tomorrow morning. So, um, you know, we've, we we want to get straight into it. It will be a lot easier to, to look at Arsenal's uh, affairs and, and delve into the ins and outs of the team once we've seen a game under our belts, we understand where everyone is in terms of their um, of their fitness levels, um, in terms of who's ready to feature, who's not. And, uh, you know, it, it's all guesswork at this moment in time, isn't it? There's not um, been individual updates on everyone from Mikel Arteta. We've heard about a few players that have been asked about, but for for the time being, there are still a lot of question marks around who's ready, how ready they are, how fit they are. And so we're going to have to wait and see. And it's good. We're going to tomorrow's game in a little bit of a sort of unknown, um, unknown situation, because as I said, there are so many, um, so many uh, unanswered questions about this Arsenal team. And of course, we know that Going into this game, it's not ideal. The circumstances aren't ideal. We haven't had a long time to turn around since the last season. This international break certainly hasn't helped anybody. Players coming in at different times, players having to go into quarantine. You know, there's so much to consider. Um, but let's just quickly touch on that Emmy Martinez stuff, because obviously last night um, there were reports that, that a deal Arsenal were willing to sell him to Aston Villa for £20 million. Now, you know, twenty million pounds is that is that a reasonable figure for Emmy Martinez? I think it probably is. I've got to be honest. Taking into consideration the current market, taking into consideration that prior to this sort of period in which he's impressed, Emmy Martinez hasn't been a regular for Arsenal despite being at the club for ten years. I've said it before, I'll say it again, stylistically, I prefer Martinez to Leno because I like the way he commands his area. I like the way he comes and gathers things. I think he's a real calming presence. And for me, that is so, so important in a goalkeeper. But by the same token, you know, you can understand why in the club's view, having made such a significant investment in Bernd Leno when they did uh, take it into consideration that Bernd Leno didn't do an awful lot wrong before he was injured. You can kind of get why in the eyes of some and maybe in the eyes of Mikel Arteta, Bernd Leno would still be the number one and, and hasn't done anything, as I said, to, to warrant losing that spot. So let's see um, what's going to happen with that. But you know, Mikel Arteta remained tight-lipped about that. He didn't say, um, you know, he didn't say that um, that Martinez is going. He didn't say that he's not going. He's very much sort of left that open for interpretation. And I think, you know, as I've said sort of on a, on a recent show, if, um, if, if Martinez is selected tomorrow, then that will give him the confidence that if he does perform, he has a chance, he has a shout, he's in with a say, he could be the club's number one. And that's ultimately what Emmy Martinez wants. He wants to be Arsenal's number one goalkeeper. His preference is very much to stay at the Emirates Stadium, but he also really wants to be a number one. Understandably so, he's at that point in his career. But, you know, you if you don't play Martinez tomorrow, if Arteta chooses to go back to Leno, despite Martinez doing nothing wrong, that kind of sets the wrong precedent for me. It tells Emmy Martinez that actually it doesn't really matter what you do because when Bern Leno's fit, I regard Bern Leno as my number one. And that could be 
sort of, you know, key in in the future of Emmy Martinez? Will he get a shot? If he gets us, if he gets to start tomorrow, maybe he'll feel like actually Mikel Arteta is picking this team based on, um, you know, based on performances, based on 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 sort of merit alone, and therefore I will stay here and I'll fight for this place. Has he got the stomach for the fight? We'll have to see. But if, of course, as I've said, Burn Leno comes straight back into the team tomorrow, that to me suggests that in Mikel Arteta's eyes, Burn Leno is the number one, in which case Emmy Martinez will probably be right to seek a move away. I've got to be honest. Um, talking about another link that I just want to dismiss straight away because this has been doing the rounds for the last 24 hours or so, and that is Arsenal uh, being linked with Stefan El Sharawi, uh, former Monaco, Milan, Roma man, uh, plays his football in China, I think, at the moment. Not having any of that. Arsenal are not in the market for another wide forward or winger, whatever you want to call them. Arsenal are not actively looking for that type of player. Arsenal are, however, active in the transfer market still. And, and Mikel Arteta confirmed that today during that press conference so that we can still uh, keep some confidence that, you know, we are actively trying to do deals. We're actively trying to bring people in, um, you know, for this new season. But yeah, uh, you know, a wide man, a winger, Stefan El Sharawi, he's not on the radar. So ignore that, dismiss that. I think that's a nonsense rumour. And um, yeah, get rid of it. Uh, kick it out. Right, uh, let's move on to uh, looking ahead a little bit more closely at tomorrow's game. And I'm going to share with you guys my starting eleven. Um, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Get your starting 11s in the comments as well. Get your questions in as well, because I'll be coming to a few of those once I finish this little section um, as well. So we'll have a look at that as well uh, between now and the end of the stream. But as I've, I've been speaking about the goalkeeping uh, position in uh, in quite a lot of detail, um, uh, you can gauge probably from what I said that I feel like Emmy Martinez deserves to start. I really do. I feel like he deserves his place. Whether there are plans or not to move him on, if the, a certain valuation is met, it is, you know, it doesn't make a difference to me. I think he warrants that place. He deserves that place. He's been a real calming influence on this Arsenal defence. And I want to see him continue um, in between the sticks for Arsenal. So Emmy Martinez would be my goalkeeper uh, for tomorrow's trip to Fulham. Back three, this is difficult because we know that um, Socrates is out, not that he was going to start, but David Lewis would have certainly started and we know that he's out too. Um, so what does that mean for the defence? Does it see a reshuffle? David Lewis, of course, normally the central one of that three. What happens now? Um, how do we go about sort of plugging that hole? Well, I've gone with a back three of Rob Holding. I feel like Rob Holding was um, was close to leaving the club during this transfer window. But of course, given the injury to David Lewis, which I feel like Arsenal have known about for a few days now, we've certainly been hearing rumours for the last few days. I think Arsenal have probably been reluctant to let Rob Holding go on that basis. Rob Holding is, I don't think he's one of Mikel Arteta's first choices. I actually think Shkodran Mustafi's probably ahead of him in the pecking order, but of course he's not fit. Given that We'd be looking at Saliba and Gabriel, who neither have played a competitive game for Arsenal yet. Um, I feel like Rob Holding is in a good position to start. I would probably start him. 
I'm not his biggest fan, but I feel like it it would be beneficial to start him tomorrow, given the absentees uh, that we currently have. And alongside him, I think you've got to go with one of Gabriel or Saliba. Um, I'm going to go with William Saliba because I feel like he's been with the team a little bit longer. Obviously, he's had some extra training sessions. Gabriel joined uh, quite a bit later on, Gabriel having to deal with quarantine issues as well. So for me, William Saliba uh, would start in the heart of that defence as well. Alongside Kieran Tierney. Now, I know a lot of people hoped that Kieran Tierney would move back to his left wing back position, uh, which many say is and, and we believe is his best position. But given sort of the absentees, given that Lewis is out, that Pablo Marie is out, that Gabriel is still very, very fresh at Arsenal, I feel like it would be sensible to leave Kieran Tierney in a position that he's proven he can play in the last uh, you know, couple of months or so when called upon. So my back three uh, would be uh, holding Saliba and Tierney. Of course, I caveat that with had David Lewis been fit, he would have definitely been in there, uh, probably ahead of Saliba for me. Um, just based on sort of um, my kind of predictions. Wing-back roles, Hector Bellerin starts on the right for me. Don't think there's any question about that. Looked very, very good in the community shield against Liverpool. Had a bit of a dodgy start, but recovered from that and turned in one of his better performances in recent times. Uh, I feel like we're starting to see glimpses of the old Hector Bellerin, which is very, very encouraging. And so he would be at right wing-back for me. At left wing-back, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Arsenal are going to be in a situation tomorrow where they will expect to have a lot of the ball. I expect them to control the tempo of the game, in which case you will see Ainsley Maitland-Niles step into that midfield and join uh, and join the play. And then Tierney shifting over to the left and Arsenal moving into this almost back four. Arsenal have been doing that under Mikel Arteta. The system is very fluid. The system constantly changes. It's very, very interchangeable. And Ainsley Maitland-Niles gives you that additional flexibility. Add to that that he's right-footed and so stepping in field would be easier for him on his stronger foot. I think that makes the most sense. Plus, he's been fucking brilliant of late. Why would you leave him out? Uh, so Ainsley Maitland-Niles left wing-back for me. Heart of the midfield. Granit Xhaka comes in for me. Brilliant player. Um, you know, proven his worth in recent months uh, despite having a really difficult start to the season there was that whole incident uh, against Crystal Palace um, you know under Unai Emery bounced back from that to his credit uh, Granit Xhaka he's been excellent since and I look forward to seeing him develop further this coming season so he starts in the middle of the park for me alongside Danny Ceballos who has returned from Real Madrid on loan for another season now uh, my heart wants Danny Ceballos to play. I would pick him, providing that he is fit enough, of course. But I wouldn't be surprised if Mohamed Elneny came into the side just because um, we're not 100% sure on Danny Ceballos' condition. Obviously, he hasn't been back with the team for a while. Um, it's only been a little bit. I know that you know he knows the Mikel Arteta way, having been there uh, throughout the course of last season. So that could work in his advantage. And I would pick him, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Elneny plays. And, you know, when I'm talking about this, I am um, 
you know, when I'm talking about this, I'm I'm very open to the fact that there are going to be some shock selections. There are going to be uh, some surprises because, as I said, we don't know how fit people are. We don't know how ready certain individuals are. We've got to wait and see. Um, and Mikel Arteta will, will be in a far better position to assess how those players are doing um, rather than uh, rather than we are. So that's my midfield, Sabahos and Xhaka. But as I keep saying, um, as I keep on saying, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see any um, or sort of lots of variations to that. Um, you know, who knows? It's so hard to predict that first team of the season. Uh, on the left-hand side of our front three, I go with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. It's, you know, it's a no-brainer. He's been excellent there of late. The statistics prove that he's actually been more effective on the left than he has through the middle. And so I would continue to play him there. On the right-hand side, again, providing he's ready, providing he's fit, providing he's sharp, I would go with Nicolas Pepe and Alexander Lacazette would lead the line for me there. Um, so that would be my Arsenal side just to run through one more time. Emmy Martinez in goal. Holding Saliba, Tierney, Bellerin, Maitland-Niles, Ceballos, Xhaka, Pepe, Aubameyang and Lacazette. That is my Arsenal side um, for uh, for the trip to Fulham. Guys, if you haven't already, smash that like button. There's over 200 of you watching us live at the moment. So feel free uh, to smash the like button if you haven't already. I think there's around about... 32 likes we could do a lot better than that hit the like button um let's let's take that up as far as we possibly can subscribe to the channel if you are new um just having a look at some of you guys is uh starting lineups um a few of you asking if uh willian will start i'm not sure um if i'm honest i probably wouldn't select him just yet not in the starting 11 anyway but of course it's the first game of the season. There are going to be fitness issues. I very much expect substitutes to play a key part uh, in this game, substitutes to influence this game. And Willian is certainly somebody who can do that. Mikel Arteta, as I said earlier on, has spoken about how sharp and how good he's looked in training. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he starts, but um, I don't think he will be in the starting eleven. Um, in terms of a prediction, well, I'm going to go with a narrow Arsenal victory. I'm going to go with that famous old scoreline, 1-0 to the Arsenal. I feel like Arsenal will, you know, whilst I expect us to control the game, the onus is on us to control the game, playing against the newly promoted side. It, I think we can defend well. I think the system has shown that regardless of who the personnel is, actually, we've become a lot tighter defensively. He says we'll probably concede three or four now. Um, but I feel like if we can defend right, we always have a chance of nicking it at the other end. We've got some excellent players in those attacking positions and I look forward uh, to seeing them in full flow once again. Right, that brings me to the end of the first preview show of this season. Just a brief one. As I say, wanted to do this a little bit earlier, but of course, work as it does sometimes gets in the way. Um, and uh, instead, we'll be bringing you a more in-depth analysis of the game after it's taken place. So come and join us on Sunday evening where we'll be bringing you uh, that. And uh, on Tuesday, just to let you guys know in advance, we will be uh, joined by Adrian 
clock once again so make sure you've got your notifications turned on that way uh, you won't miss any live streams or any episodes smash the like button before i go and uh, enjoy your weekend and fingers crossed we've got an arsenal victory in the premier league to celebrate football is back enjoy it but also make sure you stay safe cheers <laughs>